0: How you doing, all? Bar-cast. Bar-cast. Bar-cast.
1: Welcome, everybody. It is the barcast, and it is episode eleven. It is madness how far we are going indeed. Double ones. Yeah. Mm. It is, it is now going in. I mean, Double Fig is obviously the last episode, but it, it, yeah. we're doing well. Obviously, if you don't know me, if you're just tuning in now, I'm Mark. My co host Chris, just on the side. Hello. Obviously, if you're new to our channel, We are a nice podcast. And if you ever do fancy questions, we have got our social medias up and our Discord. If you do fancy conversation or playing games with us, we will hit that link up or send us a message on social media and we can hook you up. Now, Chris, I think you've got to introduce someone, do you not?
0: I do, yes. It's weird. It's our third episode in a row where we're introducing someone. We had Scott two episodes ago. We had Natalie last episode in our
1: Halloween mm. special. I love that
0: one. And this time we have got an old friend of mine, a newer friend of Mark's. He's, mm. I've known him for 14 years, which wow. is a bloody long time. Mm. Actually, I want to say it's nearly 15 years because we met at the <laughs> end of primary. Um. He is an amazing lad, he is working his butt off over at university in Cardiff and we got some questions about that today. We have got the one, the only, Luke Howard. So welcome to the podcast Luke.
2: Hey, it's nice Hi. to finally be on.
0: Hi, everyone's been saying that. Uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> no. we No, we all expect eventually to come on, so it's always nice.
0: Yeah, oh, well, we're glad to have you. Indeed. Uh, uh, obviously, you we know you keep attention to the news and what's happening, unfortunately. But, but <laughs> you're over in Cardiff doing uni stuff. Uh, what's it like? Because obviously, we're just going into our lockdown. What's it been like with Covid restrictions over where you are?
2: Hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, it's kind of a weird one to be honest. Like, um, it's like because i'm doing biomed it's actually mm. quite a what's the best way to put it it's impeding a good portion of like the things that like you usually do as a student like because sure. i'm a second year so like i'm i've already made friends on the course i know quite a few people and i know the city mm. i'm in so um obviously stopping me from going to like actually see people is a big drain but also like mm. because i had a study group and everything going so like i would have like hu- like i'd have like few hours booked in the <laughs> library to sit down with my friends and like do some work but you can't really do that when like there's a uh, i mean chris doing the we did yeah we like go to the pub afterwards as well but like <laughs> we'd we'd sit around talking about work because like straight after lab sessions you'd want to mm. get everything written up you can't really do that now because of the risks yeah. so like They've closed, like, while the library's open, you can't go and sit in it and you can't go and do a lot of things you'd usually do. But also, like, a lot of the program, like, to be honest, my uni's absolutely brilliant. Like, they've done a, uh, they've done a, like, they've bought Microsoft Office, given it to everyone for free. So, like, everyone has the capability just to do their work. Because obviously, like, if you've got a laptop and you don't have access to, like, you don't have access to any writing, like, yeah. You need it to be yeah. uniform for everyone. So they just bought the rights and gave it out. And I'm fairly certain that's what a lot of universities have done. But um mm-hmm. I think it's just adjusting really for like schedules and stuff like that. Because a good portion of what like everyone does is trying to figure out like oh well like I, I have like lectures at ten o'clock in the morning. That doesn't sound late. That doesn't sound early. But when like you've got nothing to get you up in the morning, you don't even have to like I sleep there. So, like, I actually roll out of bed and I'd only turn my PC on and I'm here. So, like, there's no motivation to do anything. Like, usually I'd get up, go for a run. But, like, because, like, even that, they're like, well, try and, try and avoid going to see people. And, like, so, mm. like, it completely alters your schedule to, like, such an extent. But, like, there's a good portion of time. Like, I'll just be sat in my room. Like, I have, like, 10 till five, like, four days a week. Right. And that's fucking heavy when you're sat there like, oh, cool, I get to sit in the same place for seven hours a day.
0: Oh, I, I can feel that pain.
2: Yeah. And, like, the worst part is I'm paying for this. So my brain doesn't, my brain is like, oh, I'm paying, like, nine grand a year. I can't fault them. Like, they're doing the best they can. Like, I'm not going to blame I mean, like, the halls, the halls' internet is trash. Like, it's fast, but like, it's really unreliable. And it'll mm-hmm. drop out sometimes. But I guess the, uh, I guess it's like more of a change of schedule. Like, is the best way to say it. Like, you don't get to sit in lectures. Lectures are all online or pre-recorded. Yeah. To be honest, pre-recorded lectures are my jam though. Like, put them on. Like, if they've uploaded like all of the slides with it, a good portion of the time, like you can glean the important stuff from the slides and then just put hmm. them on in the background and then oh, just okay. listen to them for an hour and you can do anything else. So, like, I can get a lot done in that time. But it's like when it's an hour long lecture that you've got to really listen to, and you're like, cool. Mm. Like, no one sits there for an entire hour listening to a lecture. Like, any student that ever listens to this will understand sitting in a lecture (laughs) room for an hour absolute (laughs) bane of my life. Like, you were sat there, like, I'm learning so much. And then by like 20 minutes in, your brain's like, oh, wow, we're listening, we're learning about um, this again. And, like, no. even if it's the most amazing subject, you will have brain drain. And then you'll just oh, sit yes. there, being like, dumb on a there. And, like, it's even worse because there's no repercussions to so you just alt tabbing to go on YouTube or Facebook. You're no. just, like, oh, just, there we go. I just have to <laughs> casually listen watch this. But yeah, yeah, I guess I that's it. the best way I can answer it it takes a lot more willpower to get through, I guess.
0: Yeah. I'm getting with obviously the social restrictions, the uni experience that some people do go to university for, it's not there at the moment. Oh, god! The social man. aspect.
2: Yeah, no. Um, with because I'm because I'm still in halls because I'm working with the uni. Um, they like, I feel so bad for them, man. Like, where like my friends are like, oh yeah, we're like, they'll they'll they don't have parties. But like they've had the first year experience, and now they get to set down, settle down and work their ass off for the first for this year. First year, you don't need to give a hundred and ten percent, so you just sat there like, "Oh, cool, I'm going to do this."
1: Yeah. But
2: you don't get the aspect of like, "Oh, I'm going to go to this part, I'm going to go to this part, I'm going to go to this pie." And like a lot of the time, it's like first taste of freedom, like getting yeah. out of the house, sitting through, yeah. like getting out from, away from parents. You like you really want to go and do stuff, so you. Go and do something. You go and like have a party and all that. Don't really get that option, like because the halls will come and bust it up because they're like, oh, well, we can't sweet. have you partying because there's positive cases around and someone might get them and get hurt and it's it's awful, really. Like trying to actively t- inform eighteen-year-olds, hey, yeah, you can't do this. So they would just resort to drinking in their flats by themselves and. Oh. While yes. like
0: raise a glass for that. Yeah.
2: Well while, while like I'm all down for a lonely beer. These are yeah, you know, there's a difference between like a twenty-five year old man doing it and an eighteen year old who yeah. probably is a little bit more upset.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um no, I I'm mean on like run tonight.
2: <laughs> oh, I wish I could go Oh I'm on shift unfortunately, I can't. But um
1: yeah. I'll raise a glass like, for you.
2: Yeah, to be fair, the like one thing I can honestly say is like the halls have been trying their hardest, like encourage mm-hmm. people to like because um like we've got like resident resident life or res life, where essentially like they'll do like, oh yeah, we're hosting this event today and this event today, like Halloween, we had a pumpkin carving contest, and like really? people would upload their po their photos tagging um our res life in the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like oh, who the winner gets the winner gets prizes as well. Like the halls have yeah. actually got got money aside for all of this, so they do like movie nights and stuff like that, and like
0: yeah.
2: um, competitions. And like it's it's keep sanity to be honest, because like yeah,
0: it's it's a little something. It's not the best in the world, but it's better than having nothing at all.
2: Oh God, like Res Life last year was amazing. Like Res Life last year, like one like twice a month pizza night. And when you oh, live nice. with people that worked in res life, and they're like, "By the way, pizza tonight," and you're like, you'd go and like sprint down the office like <laughs> twenty minutes before, and you're like, "Give me the pizza, give me the pizza." <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, like this year, like they're still trying to do that, but it's kind of mm. just more difficult because yeah, you can't interact with people. Like, I mean, God, the amount of people that will buy clothes when they don't need. Because <laughs> like working in the office, you sit there and it's oh yeah, here's like a. Here's some clothes, and I'm like, you guys, don't, you don't need going out clothes. Why are <laughs> like, why are there more clothes? And it's like always the same offenders, and it's more of a running joke. I don't judge them because I'm like, whatever makes you happy. But I'm also like, do you need this? <laughs> it's like, this plenty of time. I've seen your name with like something coming from boohoo, and I'm just like, <laughs> my dude, you don't need this. <laughs>
0: Where are you going? My the bathroom. Ones,
2: <laughs> my favorite ones, because like half the time they don't do like just. I was a little tangent. Sitting in the office, handing out parcels, and then you'll get like, like they're supposed to be like, oh yeah, these are, um, because obviously you get like subtle packaging and stuff like that. Hmm. When you don't, and then suddenly someone comes in and there's a massive box and it's Anne Summers, and you're like, <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> here you are. Oh, good. I to imagine.
2: Just, you're just like, well, I mean, like, it's lockdown, but <laughs> hope you're okay there.
1: <laughs> oh, Chris.
2: Uh, yeah, I guess, like, first years have it a lot harder just because of the fact that they mm. have to uh, deal with um, not having the uni life experience that everyone else gets. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully, it'll, um, like, Wales will be resolved soon with uh, everything going on. I hope the cases are going to go down soon and then, like, life can kind of start resuming. Like, yeah, might I hope might so. only be for a fleeting moment, but you know, best we can. Yeah, yeah. true.
0: well, uh, down in the southeast, we've w- been reported that we're as bad as the northwest for the past week or yeah. two.
2: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. actually insane.
0: And uh, Thanet and Swale areas are now doing stupid level cases again. So which is bad because I've been in both districts today
1: oh yeah because
0: yeah. I was in Swale this morning and I, I was in Thanet this evening and I was just like
2: oh I mean that's fine Like I, had to come, I actually actively have to come in contact with people that um, have COVID and that's always a nice thing and you're like oh cool I'm just going to go get tested again thank you very much yep. I had to carry um. some poor girl up to her her flat because she was she was just drunk like I was having a cigarette with my flatmates and then she just like Full on stacked it. I like just and she was just so gone. Like poor girl was um staggeringly drunk. So we had to carry her back up to the (laughs) the flat and like and you can imagine like when I carried her up, I was like I've kind of memorised where all the positive cases are Mm -hmm. because obviously kind of want to not go into those flats, especially because on my as a warden I have to like go up to these flats and I'm usually first aid or like. Or like, mm-hmm. I, I, we're basically halls cops, but like, we don't, we're not forced to do a lot of the stuff. Like, if there's a party, we're like, hey, yeah, stop it, because you're not supposed to be having a party. Mm-hmm. But um, we're mainly here for like just first aid and like mental health and stuff like that. But um, obviously, I carried her up to her flat, and then like, she was, oh, I'm in this one. And I'm like, oh, and I just kept put like got her flatmates to take carry her up went back to like the office and literally just stripped my shirt off, bathed myself in outcomes. Like, oh, I'm going to...
1: Damn. Like, yeah, you're walking into basically uh, a danger zone, as they say.
2: Yeah, and like, unfortunately, that's just the risk I take with being a warden. Like, mm. I know I'm a relatively healthy person, and I'm like, this has definitely spurred me to be healthier because of it. Mm. But like, I mean, there's a, I'm still drinking, so drinking and smoking so I can't really say like I'm being healthy whilst I'm like
0: <sighs>
2: <laughs> I guess first years have, have it worse than everyone else Um, just because, like not worse but like
0: it's gonna they, they, they
2: miss something which a lot of us have experienced yeah. like in theory one or two like next year or the year after um, first years like first years won't have to worry about that and life will kind of get back to normal Hmm. But, but this like,
0: year is an anomaly.
2: Yeah, this entire, like, I'd, I'd say up until next September is probably a write-off.
0: Yeah. because I, like, I guess the third years are thankful, so they don't have the temptations whilst they're trying to, you know, yeah. finalise their degree.
2: Mate, I'm jealous of the third years. So, like, because of exam- online exams, mm-hmm. they're given a lot more time and a lot more assistance. Oh,
1: that's...
2: that's perfect for a third year. Like, oh, mm. huh, you've now got a 30-hour exam. Wait, it's the same content though, right? Yeah, yeah. Thirty hours, mate. Thirty hours. <laughs> That's a lot.
0: So how do how do they break that down? Do you have to sit it all at once or? No,
2: you start that like as soon as you start. Like it's like say it's like eight till ten, hmm. or like, it? no. So it's like the art exams like at secondary 8 school. Eight till twelve. Yeah. You just uh, nice.
0: you you sit in the exam hall during the allotted time, and then. Oh once... no no
2: no, dude! Like it's on it's on PC. Yeah, I know online. this one's
0: on the PC, but in the art mm. for art in secondary school, no, they no, do this. Is th- in they your, sit in your their PC room until it's, you know, I'm saying as so as
1: oh, yeah, no, like
2: once the, once the time has started, like it starts at so, like, say, for instance, it starts at this time, yeah. then it's mm. 30 hours from like eight o'clock in one day, carries on, uh, so like, so it's it doesn't matter 8 a.m. Add, like,
0: Thursday to 2 p.m. on Friday,
2: yeah, exactly that. Oh, wow. Like you you don't get the because obviously they don't want to run the risk of like, oh yeah, like I'll start it to on Friday and you start it on Thursday and then you can give me the answers. Mm. But in reality, a lot of the questions are subjective. Like a lot of the questions you're gonna go through are like, Oh, why is this like this and why is this like this? Mm-hmm. And like give your best explanation and stuff like that. So you have to really try and like word it properly. And like 30 hours gives you a lot of time. And it gives you a lot of time to also look um, at your work previously and be like, hey, this is where I've looked at this. And it, if you I need an
0: hour nap, you can have an hour nap.
2: Mate, last pre- year, because I did my first year exams, I literally just got up and was like, oh, sat down, opened up <laughs> opened up a can, <laughs> sat a drink, started drinking with my mum. She said, oh, have you finished your exams? I'm like, no, this is just a break. And then just walked <laughs> back in with another can. and was like, carrying on. Like, yeah, it's the, like I think it's a lot fairer because, like, I do believe, in my opinion, exams are outdated because they're, they're designed to like just make you blur a load of shit onto a page, hope you can make a semblance in like a very short amount of time. Mm. In reality, like, you don't have, like, you shouldn't have to prove it in a single second. Like, you have so much to refer to, and like, yeah, in like emergencies, you might be like, oh, yeah, you need to know this off the cuff now. But in reality, you've got time. And that's what you should be doing. You should be displaying at that time. And I think I don't think we should ever go back from that. I think, like, in reality we should have, like, hey, yeah, 30 hours. We'll supply the the laptops. You've got that. Like, because otherwise, I do feel like it's going to be, like, a step back. I do feel like Mm -hmm. COVID has shown Mm -hmm. the education system is lacking in a good portion of things. Like, um my, my hall's internet, for instance, I referred to it earlier as being completely unreliable. Mm. Nine to five, everyone goes on it, pretty much the entire thing slows down to a crawl. Ooh. And like you can imagine you're sat there in a lecture and suddenly it starts buffering you're like, oh cool. Oh, don't yeah. don't have internet.
0: Yeah, you don't need that.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite uh it's quite agitating. And like I'm sat in a call with like a hundred plus people. Mm.
0: Damn. I don't son. have my
2: lap I don't have my webcam on because <laughs> I'm, I don't even have a shirt on during that time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say there, you're probably topless. Like, That's hello, fair. Uh, enough. I, I know you well. I, or I'm like in bed. Just <laughs> sat there, just like... Mm, I could just, just see you like, occasionally face. when you're
0: shirtless, just going... Yeah. Just looking in your mirror and just admiring yourself for a minute. <laughs> Not paying attention to the lecture, just giving yourself a minute and then going back to it.
2: I like go four out for my lectures. I've got like four books written just for trying to get it all done. But um, oh, nice! I do feel like there are. I do feel like also one thing which I've heard a lot of is having decent flatmates. Like I've been blessed. My flatmates are actually brilliant. But geez. Some, like being a warden, I come in contact with students a lot more. There's one guy mm-hmm. who hasn't even spoken to any of his flatmates yet. Ooh. Ooh. Like, yeah, straight up, never even spoken to him because um, apparently they're like, very antisocial, so like, mm-hmm. they won't leave their rooms only to make food. And I'm like, well, that's fair. Like Everyone deals with a crisis in a different way. They're all so antisocial that he hasn't spoken to anyone yet. And I'm like, so he has to speak to people outside? And I'm like, he, it's kind of difficult because like, I don't Think you should break COVID rules, but like at the same time, like if you're in mental health, mm. no one's talking to you, you've got to find someone to talk to. Yeah. Like he actively is. I think he's chatting to my flatmates at the moment, and he's a nice guy, and I feel bad for him. But, I, and it's like um, some people go, like, we had some parents complaining that um, they couldn't have, like, their, their, their child was suffering because they couldn't socialize properly. And I'm like, I mean, No one can socialise properly at
1: the moment. No, no. that's true.
2: But like, uh, actually, tonight I had one guy I had to speak to about um, because he wanted to move flats because his flatmates were just partying all the time, like till seven in the morning, like actually throwing parties, inviting other people over, and he just didn't feel safe doing that. So Mm -hmm. he's having to move house or Mm -hmm. move flat just because of the fact that he he doesn't want to live there anymore, and like it's really hard to look, and it's the difference between like having like last year if i didn't like my flatmates i'd just go out and go out find someone else and start yeah. with them you don't really get that option with uh with this year like if yeah. you don't like them you're stuck with them so you yeah. you change they change or you just don't socialize and then you're stuck being mm. al- alone in a flat and, and i feel like
1: yeah like an entire
2: things. like There's a there's a big mental health awareness thing Mm. going on at the moment that they're all really trying to push. Like, if you don't feel happy, come talk to us because like I think like it's kinda daunting talking to a warden because in reality you see me as a cop. I'm not a cop. I don't even care like don't care about half things that you do. Like frankly, the only thing I care about is you're not hurting yourself and you're not and you're not actually like in a bad manner. Mm, otherwise my brain would be like, Oh well, it's fair, like as, as as long as like, as long as you're coping with it, like that's it. Like, uni's uni's here to get you out, get like, you out of like your own head a lot of the time. But like, it also means that you've also got to manage it and like not go crazy. Which it gets there, man. Like I've seen a I've seen a lot of fair people buying fairy lights because they just want to pretty up their room.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, oh, you're making me your own light like,
2: Oh yeah, no, dude. Like, um, we've even bought fairy lights for our kitchen, so we have like something to like. Because my flatmates, thankfully, as I said, they're brilliant. Um, we've organised like movie nights and uh, <laughs> what was it movie <laughs> nights? Um, we have like a drink every once in a while. Like, well, I, uh... but um, we don't really go partying anywhere else. We just have a drink in the flat and like, um, I was going to buy some board games and stuff like that. And it's uh, it's just... A...
0: Well, for my, uh... well, during the first part of lockdown, I bought so much furniture that was. <laughs> putting together i like I'm like oh i need this oh i need that and i was just like i had all this extra time because i wasn't commuting to work oh and i was just putting furniture together like who doesn't love flat i love flat pack furniture now because mm. i'm just so used to putting it together
2: they're just mm. puzzles dude
0: can't be fun they're just oh, big yeah. puzzles it's just like, and it's a lot easier now. When I have like an electric drill for some of the screws, like, I just go,
1: yeah, that, that is handy. You definitely having an electrical drill is much more handy than just doing it by
0: hand, especially when all they give you is just like the tiny little uh, piece. Key? Oh, key.
2: yeah, the Allen key, the oh.
0: Allen keys. Oh, that's like, it's like. Two, three inches, and like. yeah,
1: Most fiddliest
0: thing ever. Yeah. Like, uh, my um, my electric gr- gr- grill? My electric grill? My electric drill has like all the extensions of Allen keys. Nice. Uh, well. So I can just go.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha. Which, you know, I kind of wish I remembered I had those bits when I was putting together my chest of drawers for my new desk. Would have saved a bit of time at what was it midnight when we put it together?
2: Oh, I forgot about that. That was a <laughs> that was a feeling.
0: That was a feeling. Oh, we got it done though.
2: Yeah, it was good though.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, and nice
2: Mark... little bonding experience before I left for college. say,
1: especially if you are making it together. If you can make flat pack kits together, you know your bond is strong.
0: <laughs> it's. I was sort of going right, Luke. I need you to do this while I do this but he was just like,
2: yeah, fine, yeah. <laughs> I do feel like at the end, we got a little bit moody because we were like, I just want to stop. just yeah. want to go to bed.
0: I just want to, like, we've been out since, like, eight o'clock that morning, you know, drive to and from London, spent a day with friends. Now mm. it's, like, between ten o'clock and one o'clock in the morning and we're putting together a flat pack. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, we were tired. <laughs> Honestly, I was I went
2: home. I was just thinking, of why didn't I just sleep on your couch?
0: <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think it was because I was packing. Because I was like, oh, it was the last few days of me being in. I think
0: it was like two days before you went. Mm. I think it was like the Saturday before you went, and you went on like the Tuesday.
2: Yeah. Oh, it was a, it was an absolute trek. I am kind of looking forward to lockdown here ending next Monday because then I can uh, hopefully go ahead and go outside and see some friends because um, it allows you to like, become an extra household so mm. obviously like, some of my co-workers live in another flat so we're going to go over there well not go Ooh. in but like, go over and see them
0: yeah I know what you meant yeah. it's only another few days so it'll be fine
2: sanity it'll be nice to actually get, get through it all
0: it would be great. At the time of this recording, uh, it's actually polling day in America. So they're doing all their elections. They're, they're picking out who's going to be the next president. <sighs> now, I believe all of us can agree we don't want Trump. No. So what do we think of Trump's four years do we think he's done good?
1: Oh, I've not seen any good progress.
2: I just want to get off this wild ride, man. <laughs>
1: I just want to get
2: off.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, I just what? Just join the flat earthers and walk off the side. If
2: that's an option, then yeah. Like if if not, then Elon better just shoot me into the sun. Like I hate Elon as well, but if, if that's what it takes, man, do it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but,
2: but yeah. yeah honestly like i think the worst part about donald trump's last four years hasn't been the fact like he himself has done nothing i don't mind mm. him like in reality it's the the people he's empowered because yeah. the past four years have essentially allowed white supremacy and like right-wing nationalism to come to forefront of everyone's minds and like it was bound to happen eventually because of the fact like um how the internet's been run but like in reality it's also a good portion of, like, people have been enabled. So, like, um, everyone kind of, like, starts to see and feel a lot more nationalistic and right-wing nationalism in general. or mm. well, not even right-wing, just nationalism in general has become, like, a forefront topic on everyone's minds. And because of that, you see a massive deal of people start to become, like, like the, the rise of, like, what's quote-unquote nas- um not nationalist, quote-unquote, like, identity politics. So, like, I'm this, so I subscribe to this. Mm. Like, I can understand, like, as I said earlier, like, um, stuff like, oh, yeah, like, if you don't like someone, like, if you don't vote this one thing you, or you vote this thing, you shouldn't associate with these people. Because mm. mm. in reality, like, you vote based on your own, like, preference and ideologies. And, like, yeah. if you hate those people or if, you, if they're a complete opposite to you, it's going to be hard to like them. Mm. But, like, my problem is, is like, stuff like Donald Trump has actively been allowed to use social media as a way to, like, just push hatred. And then because of that, it's enabled other people who have felt, like, reinvigorated to become like that. But mm. they've actively tried to rein- reinvest into, like, the entire idea of, like, um, if you're not a certain color or a certain thing or a certain like class, then you aren't worth the time. Yeah. And it's not classism so much as nationalistic because, like, like people that, like, what was it? Um, his campaign manager a few days ago said something like, Only work will set you free. And now, to anyone who has like a good knowledge of history will understand Auschwitz has on the gates um, in German written, <laughs> Work will set you free. And like, I get that. Like, he probably only meant that as like a like thing, but that's a straight mm-hmm. dog whistle. Like, that is someone going like, "Oh, by the way, we can say this stuff now." Like, the fact that um, they talk about like this weird cabal of like, that like runs the government, like mm. pushes this idea, and like they have said like it's like, and they've hinted at like stuff like um, certain people, like, and they've always been like, "Oh, certain people." Like this person, or like this person, and they're all from the exact same ethnic group in reality. they're all pushing the idea that somehow like these people are what's the best way for best way, um yeah, they're just running everything, and it, but in the same time they're saying like they're they're running scared from Donald trump, but this um and these past four years have been like a culmination of all of this like if you look at like the news recently, like we'll see like. Voter intimidation has gone out. Like, Mm. I watched one where, like, some guy on, like, in New York was literally stood outside, like, marching up and down, going, Who are you voting for? Who are you voting for? Uh, I think, get out. And I'm like, No, it's not like it's not Trump sanctioned people doing that, it's Trump voters doing that because, in reality, it's become more of a thing. They feel emboldened and aggressive to do it, and it's their way.
1: Yeah, I I think that's the problem. Except they've got like they go with freedom of speech. But they don't realise freedom of speech. But there are consequences as well.
2: Yeah. But they think
1: it's freedom of speech is immunity.
2: No, no, they think not just that. They also think freedom of speech just for us. If you don't mm. have, if you don't support our views, you don't get them. You don't yeah. get that right because they're like, oh, you're anti-American. You're anti-this. You're anti-that. And I'm like, but mm. yeah, but in reality, man, I freedom of speech mean doesn't mean freedom of um, free from repercussions, but also it's very they it's a very exclusatory group. They want people to they they don't they want enemies. They want yeah. people to hate because that's the only way they can direct their interests towards something. Like for the past four years you haven't heard someone be like, oh yeah, these people are great. You've heard these people are the problem.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: instead of like yeah. being like, hey yeah, how can we assist something? It's always been like, well it's their they're the problem, they're the they're reason the why we're we at need, fault.
0: And we need yeah. to get rid of them.
2: Hmm. Yeah
0: Stuff Which is like never the way to go,
2: yeah, I mean stuff like the wall being built is talking more about how they are uh, they they talk about how like the wall being built is to protect us from the Mexican threat and them coming to, over and taking our jobs, or like they're talking about like how they're putting taxes on China because of the fact that china's reducing like or like is running their steel industry out out of business, mm. or they're talking about the fact that um Canada has like. They're putting like tra- um, sanctions or tariffs on Canada because of the fact Whoa. that they want to uh they they want to like reduce the trade between that because they they feel like they're losing and like they're trying to blame everything and instead mm-hmm. of look looking internally and being like hey how can we increase like increase our production or improve our production on the steel industry or mm-hmm. how can we like um like encourage people like on the southern borders to encourage employment or um or take it- or like um how can we increase like improve it so that we can get the people like get better deals from canada and like encourage export instead of import and like the issue is is like a lot of it is like that he's just very much a jump the gun do it first and blame them because that way then we we're american centric
0: actions first talk later
2: yeah um, it's not just that it's also like as i said it's america centric but like it's america it's it's not america centric because it is xenophobic like yeah. he's saying america first but in reality it's not america first it's everyone else should be second like everyone else is second class it's not a competition we're just better than you mm. and like that's the issue he doesn't see america as a boiling pot he sees america as the south west um southeast like Florida, like, oh, yeah, white Christian who, like, is in his mid-60s who wants this one thing, and that's Mm. what he sees as the American voters. He doesn't see, like, this multi-ethnic boiling pot that America is, and, like, how different places have different culture, and how different things have different people, and, like, like, how it's all endemic, and, like, How like small town police have like their own things going and like compared to like big town police but like they'll tar them all with the same brush and i'm not gonna even go near the blm because geez that was a that was an absolute monster of a riot and like not the blm riot like blm protests. i'm talking more about like the police side of like brutality because
0: oh yeah but like
2: he's some somehow managed to like get all of these issues and mishandle every single one of them because he's i don't think he's actively trying to i think he's just actively accidentally causing a divide along each one because he Mm. thinks there there's an attack on me because he's a narcissist like and as a narcissist i can fully understand like when someone says something you're like you feel it in your soul when they're like i feel an attack on me just the difference is is I've also got enough enough of a brain cell to be like, oh, uh, don't say that. Let's re let's reevaluate why I feel attacked, and then yeah. yeah, I like I'm a student, mate. I don't have the power to be like, oh, uh, I'll put tariffs on you. Instead, you just like, okay, why am I feeling that way? Sounds like he just needs a counselor, but also narcissists have a record low amount of na- of therapy attendance strangely enough
0: yeah. i can believe that
2: somehow mm. i'm trying to think of any other reasons why like the four years in trump i think the worst part isn't not like there is there's so much it's like it's like a cornucopia of like bad things how he handled the blm riots was poor how he's handling like how he's actively saying he won't coer- um, cooperate with like it, the transition of power at the moment. How he's handled coronavirus. How he's actively <clears throat> tried to incite like the trade wars with China whilst also somehow mismanaging that and hurting the populace of America. It's all it's all weird, man. Like
0: mm. I know uh, a lot of major cities have started boarding up shops in preparation for riots over the next few days.
2: Yeah, I saw a tour of that on a. Uh, reddit someone put
0: yeah. um yeah I saw on like, reddit uh, new york
2: new york uh, yeah like all these major shops are like yep yeah, we're just gonna board up it's uh the day before elections so uh just quickly just touch up touch up Just about to be safe
0: but yeah, i mean wh- mate, why gonna, do they it's f- gonna be a war but the, the problem is that those shops feel the need to do that oh uh, yeah like Imagine if that happened every time something happened in England like that. Yeah. Every five years when, you know, Bojo takes off in f- a few years' time whenever he eventually goes. When he has a heart
2: attack, hopefully. <laughs> <sighs> but,
0: but <sighs> it's, it's just not pretty. and uh,
2: I think, like, it's unfortunately this is the way that, like, polarising politics works. Like mm. eventually, like it comes to a head, like when like there's a protest, there's always a few people that will take take it and switch it to a riot, because hell, like Martin Luther King's a good uh, example of that Martin Luther King, notorious for having protests, protests, people protest marching down the street and stuff like that. yeah i' there's a few snippets you can easily find on the internet of like um cartoonists of that time putting like what was essentially like burning houses in the background, like of like cartoon like having like propaganda pictures and seeing like, oh, this is what the protest these are riots, not protests. And you know, yeah, this is exactly what happens. Like people will always try and not just politicise, but like demonize people for asking for like change. And like like recently there was um a police officer police officers were spraying like pepper spraying um protesters who were going to vote early. So they're like actively engaging in voter suppression. But the reason and problems with it are that um they the reason why they didn't like nothing's come of it is because they were like, Oh well they were a minute over their allotted time and I'm like, Oh, is that, oh that's that's vote suppression, mate. Like you they were on their way to vote and you're like, Yeah, but pepper spray. Okay, cool, yeah, 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 you know, you big man, big man, definitely just like knowing you're you're allowed to get away with that shit. But the problem generally is is that like it's all demonized like it's easy to demonize someone nowadays because you don't even need, need proof anymore. You can just say like this is the problem, these are the people, do it.
0: <laughs> do it. It's too dangerous to be kept alive.
1: God's penalty if he takes over America. <laughs> uh, we've still got like we still got a day, man.
2: Maybe some aliens will take over. over actually two months. Aliens take over the uh, the world.
1: i think the aliens look at the world and think like no that's that's too much destruction for us let's go i I think i've seen
0: a meme on tumblr where it goes aliens have come and he goes we have called your world leaders and taken over and the population's just gone thank fuck you (laughs) and the aliens are just like wait well i went yeah yeah go ahead you can have it fix (laughs) it go on (laughs) fix it for us please We'll, we'll do anything.
2: We'll Good join your, you. your Galactic Federation. Just fix it for us, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, a couple of countries are pretty happy with their, you know, elected governors. Hmm. Uh, New Zealand, I imagine. Oh yeah, they're uh, doing Oh yeah, like
2: New Zealand's doing well. I'm trying to
0: think of any others. <laughs> yeah, that's quite <laughs> tricky. Yeah, I'm
1: trying to think of any others. <laughs> York, yeah.
2: I'm sure there are. And I'm sure people are like enjoying living under certain like um living under like the parties at the moment because like in mm. fact in reality, like it's democracy, so like some people will love the fact they live under Donald Trump or Boris Johnson or mm. like Macron or something like that. Like Macron's yeah. not as bad as Boris or like he's still like but you always have like you will, will always have these people but like in observation, like as I was saying, mm. countries will always have like a problem with like like ideology. Like in in reality, like most countries will be like every government is nationalistic. Our government, our country is the best,
1: mm. but
2: it's just how you deal with it. Like yeah, like if I if like Boris Johnson came out tomorrow and was like England is shit. You can imagine how bad everyone like, oh, reaction the, would be. The
0: like, backlash would be horrendous. Hmm.
2: you like, you could see it on the sun. Boris hates England, or hmm. like something like that. And like, yeah, like, in reality, like, ever missing, ever missing a mistake, will make you hate. Like, in reality, you make it look like you hate something. Like, oh yeah, but that's kind of the point. I mean, like. The so reason why, like, make America great again, or like, take back the UK, or take back the Channel, or like, England first, or something like that, mm. um, is like always like catches the eye is because it's nationalistic and it puts you like thinks you're doing great for your country. Yeah. Anyway. I mean,
0: providing we don't go, let's make Britain the empire again. We'll be alright. Oh, I mean, like, oh. I've
2: heard those rhetorics before. Rhetorics before. I remember hearing someone literally say, like, we used to rule the world. We should do it again. I'm like. Yeah, except we've got 65 million people in this country alone.
0: And we're not even looking after them all properly.
2: <clears throat> no, I mean, like, do you know how much, like, some of the population, like, I don't know, like, Indonesia is, like, 220 million people. Like, in reality, like, there are so many countries that have more people than us. And, like, the only reason why we England ruled the world, as some people would say, is because of the fact that um, they were a tyranny. Like if you bring yeah. give anyone like normal human rights, suddenly things
1: become a lot oh, harder. I mean I mean if you look back on it, on our, our Royal Navy that we had in the old days. I mean half the crew weren't like always recruited. <laughs> they got kidnapped off the street. If they were a drunken man on the side, you got taken and put on a vessel and that was your new that was That's your new lifestyle.
2: That. Yeah. <laughs> like in reality, people don't seem to understand how like like you were a second like you weren't even second class in England, even if you were a white man, like yeah. and white men have traditionally been like the forefront leaders, like you had to be born into the right house you had to be have like that level of wealth and not just wealth but title because like mm. they talk about like how you when, had to
0: have a name yeah, yeah.
2: you had to be known you had to be known well to be live a lifestyle well, otherwise you were just you were just. Random nobody number one who decided to uh, they've decided oh you're good enough to be recruited into the army and mm. recruited meant something else and like it's in reality like,
0: think of the final empire no. yeah
2: like I think that's the thing is like affording people rights will always make it governing harder but it doesn't mean it's a bad thing like like identity politics in a, in a whole dependent is dependent on what you view as good and bad it just tends to be that like my identity like so and so's identity is they hate so and so and that's it like i don't hate i mean i hate donald trump but i hate his sycophants more i hate the mm. fact that he's got this like like awful like vice grip hold on like the world like anytime i wake up to the news it's usually donald trump has said and i'm like great and i'm just like i don't even live in america and i'm panicked about the idea that there's going to be a civil war because i'm like great oh God, yeah like after like in a week's time there's a good mm. chance there's going to be like tomorrow we're going to wake up and there's going to be like um or like the americans are going to wake up go to the polls and like we're going to see shootings more than likely we might see mm. like terrorist threats or hopefully nothing at all
0: yeah we, we can hope but that's that's all we can do
1: mm.
2: Like hopefully nothing happens. There's no vote suppression. People go out vote, and then Donald Trump loses. Like I'm uh, not saying like I'm 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 being biased here. I truly hope he loses because like he yeah. is an awful human being who who has no interest at heart aside from his own. Like op- has openly expressed evil and malicious intents, and I can't stand by that.
1: Well, he's basically a tro- a troll's public figure. Oh. He got voted
2: in with memes. That was it. He was the meme that everyone thought was never going to win. And when he did win, everyone was like, yeah, it's great. But now like, it has to be conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory as to why he's not doing his job instead of like, maybe. It's just he can't do his job because everywhere is
0: fucked. He he spends so much time doing things like... No. How much does he spend at the golf club?
2: Oh, he spent like, I think two hundred and something days. He's he's cost more. He has cost more at the golf club than like because it's his own golf club. So he's paying he is paying everyone's wages or forcing everyone that goes there to have a membership and shit like
0: that.
2: It's like um or like the fact that there was another one. Like he celebrates when like his opponents get physically attacked, and I'm like, oh. Uh Yeah, like, he,
0: there was, when Joe Biden's yeah, it was bused, in Texas, wasn't it?
2: When that got like nearly rammed off the road, he was like, "I love democracy," and I'm like,
0: "And he went, I love mate. Texas.'"
2: Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, that was it. I love Texas." And it's like, that's not that's not like a, a good fine. thing to celebrate, mate, because like, if your supporters are doing that, it just means that you aren't a good person. Yeah. Hell, like it, I would say, like depending on the cause, like, yeah, I could fully support something, like, if it was like, hey, yeah, this person is an evil, I'm like, I get that, like, their Mm -hmm. side, I get, like, the Republican supporters and Donald Trump supporters are fully um, supporting, like, believe that, like, Joe Biden is an evil man because Mm -hmm. they've fully fallen down the QAnon hole, which is a nightmare, and honestly might be one of the worst things I've ever seen. But, Sometimes you just have to deal with those things, and like you realise how poorly people manage them because of it. Because yeah, like people's grips on reality, especially after this year, have been very, very much lost, like to a such startling degree. And because of that, like everyone is quite vicious and. Like it's polarized as we I as I've mentioned, and it's kind of difficult to like openly state that one person is evil because I think Joe Biden's not a good candidate. I genuinely believe that like out of it all, he's a very poor candidate that has like he he's he's not like. Thankfully, he has got credentials and he has got like um he has got a manifesto and all that. But I mean, if he ran against pe- other people. He would gleefully lose if it was on a democratic level. Like Bernie Mm -hmm. Sanders has the highest vote because people believe that Bernie Sanders wants to make a difference. But Joe Biden is very much like again like just a like a safe bet that like and people don't want safe bets anymore. They want something radical because they want to change the world they live in, because the world they live in is miserable. And like that's why Brexit happened, that's why Donald Trump is a thing, because they were like, Oh, the world's bad because of what's going on at the moment. Yeah, it's... which is correct but like they're it's just fairly misguided in the way they want to change it they think that by going further right is the, que- the answer but in further right you lose a lot of the things that you would gleefully stand behind because you think that like you're gonna win something in the long run but like but it's also like they target people who don't have an idea of what they're talking about like when I talk about socialism like or if I talk about socialism no. I wouldn't be talking about like what happens in like Venezuela or like communism with like USSR like there's like socialistic ideals of like socialized medicine, socialized health um, socialized like public care socialized public services but mm. public transport and stuff like that socialized in the idea that the government is sub- uh, subsidizing the majority of the cost if not all of the cost because that way then people like it reduces people's dependence on like greater uh, greater individual wealth but the problem is, it's like people see that and they're like, "Oh, well, what about when you're, like, when you're eating? Well, when you get a bread line?" But I'm like, "Yeah, but like in reality, like if we had improved, like if you had improved healthcare in America, coronavirus toll wouldn't be nearly as high. If you could mm. afford to, like, if you didn't have to worry about going to the doctors or the hospital, you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't have nearly as high a, like, but like, what is it like deaths in." Is yeah. it like deaths in, in child in care, like childbirth in America yeah. are akin to somewhere in like sub Saharan Africa?
0: Which is wow. ridiculous. And I'm
2: like, it's so insane how bad the how hell... and like it's because like it's privatized and they're like, Well, if you can't afford it, get the fuck out of my hospital or go into bankruptcy. And that's pretty mm. much it. You just you have to know how to game the system, mm. but when the system's designed to fight you, you're never willing to do it. Yes. Like,
0: it's so financially unstable to try and be healthy in America like that with the healthcare system if you like our content please consider supporting us on Ko-fi <coughs> which the English has to say we kind of take advantage of our NHS
2: oh no our NHS is shit as well like, I, yeah. like as someone that's worked in the NHS I can openly state like it's being it is like false free healthcare because of um, essentially, like a good portion of the things we do are run through private companies, and like, say for instance, I worked at a hospital who had given out like contracts to Circo. Pretty much majority, majority, if not all, the contracts were run through Circo, and that's just one company. Like, they so all they would do was downsize the staff, increase their hours, and then oh. like, and increase their responsibilities. Without increasing their pay, so they were like working basically minimum wage jobs, but doing like insane amounts of work. And these were people that were integral, and like I'm not talking like doctors and nurses; they're still under the NHS banner because the NHS will like probably never give up doctors. But like you're talking like people like um, like porters who needed who are needed in every single facet of the um, like. NHS or like cleaners you don't sound like much until you realise that you need cleaners everywhere in the NHS or you oh, need yeah. people like you need like, um, what is it receptionists don't sound that important until you're like, hey yeah, like you have enough receptionists, you have quicker lines and if you're quicker lines, you have a quicker turnaround time or you have people like um, like people that aren't, like answer the internal phones, that is a massive job because like, like if I can call up the internal line it'll bounce me to wherever I need to go like, if you have a properly funded and properly trained system there, you can run smoothly throughout the entire thing. Yeah, like, you don't sense. have to worry about it all. And, like, it, people can contact the NHS and be like, hey, I need to get through to this place, and that's it. And, like, it's places where, like, I worked in pathology, and Serco eyed up that place like it was made of a fat kid, a fat kid makes eyes up like a candy shop. <laughs> you do not understand. BM, like, like, a, like, like pathology, pathology buffet. yeah. Pathology accounts for something like seventy percent of the NHS's cost. Like it is the lion's share of where the money goes because it's where the lion's share of the diagnosis is. Like if you give like on my work here, like I can bring up one which is like, oh yeah, I had to just co- like this is fully university work. I had to bring up a guy who was presenting like. um Like a lump on his throat, really weird, like really high white blood cell count, but really low HB. And then from that, like this is just a full blood count. This is hematology. Like I had to diagnose why this person had, like what this person had. And he came out with Hodgkin's lymphoma, lymphoma. like massive lump on his throat. Really weird. He's really susceptible to like pretty much any infection. But his white blood cell count is through the roof. So it's, it's obviously that he's fighting an infection or he's got a, like an autoimmune disease. Hodgkin's lymphoma would cause your white blood cells to attack other things mm. or just go wild. So it makes it really susceptible for infections. Or no, actually I'm wrong there. Hodgkin's lymphoma is a, one of the lymph nodes. So it attacks your system. Like your white blood cells are the cancer. So they can't attack anything and it just overproduces them. Thus, meaning that you're you're susceptible to infections, and the fact that your bone marrow is only producing cancerous white blood cells means that you're not going to have that high HB or hemoglobin, and because of that, like um, that is just from a uh, that's just from a red blood cell or oh, full blood count, like just looking at his blood. That's pl- that's pathology. Like in a nutshell, you like you look at and you make decisions based on what you figure out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: but if like 70% of that if all of that cost goes to a private company they're just going to reju- Like, I mean even now the NHS is reducing hours of bio- uh, biomedical scientists and like, or re- increasing their hours capping their pay and telling them that they've got to work longer and longer hours because that's how you save money in the NHS but you can't do anything though like oh yeah I've worked when I worked there, they, um, I went from working 12-hour days, literally every single weekend, twelve-hour yeah, day, yeah. like a 12-hour Sunday, and then suddenly they just turned around to me and said, like, oh yeah, no, we don't need you for 12 hours anymore because of, um, we have to save costs, so we're going to d- reduce you by four hours. So then, but I, so I was like, okay, that's fine, but then they were like, but we expect you to do all the work you would have done in the 12 hours, in the four hours. And you're like, oh, okay. So I, what time do you want me in? I want you in at eight o'clock. So it's eight till four, and I was like, okay, yeah, fine, we'll power through. Like, if it was an emergency, you'd have to add that on top. And I wasn't like I was only a medical laboratory assistant, so I wasn't like through the roof of work. But they'd still like you'd see like CEO, well, not CEOs. You'd see like contractors come through and then be like looking up the equipment and like trying like. Some of these machines cost millions, and we rented them. And like, yeah, it was weird. It was a weird contract. After the two years, like, we had to go. But like after that, um, it was like we'd rent them, get like them to come out and do all this, and then, like, it just it was substantial how much the cost would come out. And then like you can see, like from Circo's point of view, seventy percent costs, seventy percent of the NHS going towards Circo instead of the like to other companies. We were like prime targets, and we always mm. will be. I don't know if we'll ever stay under the NHS banner, but that's what I mean. Like when I say, like it's not ours, isn't a good healthcare because we're owned by companies. We're just wearing a banner that says NHS because they're allowed to say it.
0: So last weekend, uh, as Boris announced the uh, the new lockdown measures coming in this week. Mm. Uh, Mark, Max, Scott and I had a final get-together before we have a month or so not seeing each other. Mm. We're going to say at least a month because it could go on longer. We don't know. Scott had a week has a week off. He, that means he didn't have work the next day and he voluntarily said next time he had a week off he would like to try some alcohol. So uh, Mark and I... Got some in, yep. <laughs> so we got gin, we got rum, we got Jaeger. We didn't actually oh. touch the tequila. Uh, no. What else did we get in? Ciders. Oh. Oh, we got we got a selection in, hmm. and um, it turns out Scott likes uh, dark spice rum, hmm. which is yes. a surprise. Yes. Yeah. We Mark got this bottle of um. Copperberg Rum.
2: Oh yeah, I've been looking at
0: that. Is it any good? Oh, it's lush. It, it's, it's quite nice actually. Yeah. It Do you know what's, su- nice. su- Scott what's
1: really it. surprising though is we mixed it. I mixed it with uh Tango Orange. Very interesting taste. Honestly,
0: Scott That's didn't. Nice. Yeah, actually, I have to admit, it, it was like um, oh, it was like a Tang Fast Stick. Mm. It was a really nice combo because Mark and Max were like. Hmm. This reminds you of a sherbet, and I was just like, "Nah, th- this is a tangfastic. <laughs> Not like the sour ones. Just like the, the just the standard fizzy ones."
1: Well, but I can imagine making a nice drink of it in the bar. Get like sherbet around the glass, and be lovely. Yeah, lovely drink combination. Yeah,
2: that that sounds like a good
1: drink. To be fair, yeah. I'm just thinking mm.
0: that now Mark got me a bottle of a pineapple. Uh, Captain Morgan's rum. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to say, I am.
1: Is it Tiki?
0: Yeah, the stuff. Tiki one.
1: It's good stuff.
0: It was um, to celebrate me hitting affiliate mm.
2: Mm. Nice. on Twitch.
0: Yeah. I've got less than half a bottle left. <laughs> good man. Good man. Good man. Like...
2: Save some for me. Actually, no, I'll just buy some when I come back.
0: I was going to say, it's going to be gone before you're down here. I imagine months, it's going to yeah. be gone by the end of the month.
1: So if you ever meet up, I'll get I'll, um, get another bottle. I'm, yeah, I'm getting
0: another bottle. This is now my drink. It's good, ain't
1: it? I knew you'd enjoy it. I like it neat over ice. I would say, yeah, because it's already got a nice taste. And it's got it, a nice,
0: nice taste. It doesn't need a mixer.
1: Other than that, if you really wanted to enhance it, though, would have it with pineapple juice, and then you really get a very it's, strong flavor. Do
0: do have pineapple juice in the fridge.
1: Hmm. Because there's another rum that I tried that was from Germany that was like um, a, tiki, oh, yeah. a tiki one. Mix that with just pineapple juice. Beautiful. Oh, so, oh, yeah. mixing the Captain Morgan one with uh, pineapple with pineapple juice is going to be very good. I can see that. I recommend it.
0: So, yeah, so we got, we got Scott trying stuff. So, mm. we tried him on a gin and tonic, which he did not like. I don't blame him. It was horrid. It was. Um, we did an apple sour shot. We tried the, um, the Oscar Spiced Cranberry and Cherry Cider. Mm. He actually liked that, which is rare because he doesn't like fizz. But he liked that. Mm. Yeah, this one. <laughs> Ooh, it's yeah. a really nice. So yeah, an Audi special there. Uh, what else? So we tried them on various spice Rum. We tried them on Kraken. Mm. He said it was a bit powerful, but he didn't mind the taste.
1: Mm.
2: God, I miss cracking. I might grab someone on next? But yeah, time. we
0: we tried Scott on a va- variety of things, and like Scott got there like an hour and a half after the rest of us, and we we had like three drinks before he got there.
1: No, we just like, not weak oh. drinks. We did make him a bit potent. Yeah, I've, yeah. Uh,
2: I've noticed I can't free pour anymore because I just keep going like, oh, I'm fine, <laughs> and then I'm just like.
0: Ooh. Oh. Uh, this is the first time I've had a proper drink since Talia's birthday in August.
2: Mm. Hopefully, so. we'll be able to meet up in December. Yeah, I... Hope,
0: hopefully, we'll be able to meet up over Christmas or New Year, one or the other.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, and we uh, then we played some games. We played um, what do you meme? Which is fun a, game. It's a card game about memes. Hmm, it's just me. oh, we, I mean, it starts off funny and then it turns into ripping into Mark.
1: Yeah, it does because there's a lot of stories that people know about me. Yeah, um, we fill
0: in Max as we go. Oh, because he doesn't know as much, and we're just like, oh, we're just gonna. I mean, sometimes you know, I think Scott had a rip into me nearer the end.
1: Oh, he came up brilliant once to me. I mean, I was impressed. It turns out some, some of the burns I got were really good.
0: I reckon the more drunk Scott gets, the more ruthlessly honest he is. And it's just oh. getting funnier because oh, he's the got funnest. the balls to say it more. Which Scott doesn't need the balls to say things that no. rudely honest. But he just comes out with it like a funnier way to say it.
1: And it's the time that you don't expect it. It's like, we could be doing something else. Like, all right, we're getting the drinks. And it just comes out of nowhere. And it's like the ultimate burn. It's like, I'm impressed. That was an awesome one. (laughs) I mean, it's the best ones. If it's a really good burn, but it's the most funniest thing and unexpected.
0: Tipsy Scott is a riot. Oh, I can't
2: wait to see him again. I miss miss everyone from back home. There is a weird feeling of like, I'd like, absolute laugh here, but like, the humor you get when you've been drinking with someone, especially how Scott. When it comes down, did you get him really drunk or just tips?
0: No, no. We we stopped for about two, three hours, and then we sort of stopped about ten, and then he went home about half twelve, one.
2: That's fair. So, At some point, um, like we'll like if I'm back, oh, we'll we'll uh, we'll get a few drinks in, and we'll uh, get him really drunk.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, we, for his first time properly trying things, we didn't want him, oh, regretting, no, we don't
2: want it. him like, regretting it. Test the waters and then test we get the waters.
0: Nap. See what he can stomach.
2: It's not like we're gonna get him orty level drunk. To be fair, no, no. no. we're not getting like we've been all No. Uh, well, not that
0: bad. You probably weren't at the autumn one. Um, basically, we went out uh, last year with a kid called Autumn. <laughs> he got very drunk. Like Luke and I had to essentially oh, yeah. carry him. Oh, like that was hilarious. Like,
2: the next day, he just woke yeah. up and was like, "I feel like crap," and I'm like, "I uh,
0: yeah, yeah." You know, I put basically it got to the point where I had to put his clothes and Luke's coat in the washing machine.
1: Yeah. ay, ay. ay. Yeah. Delilah.
0: I like. I drank a fair bit that night. Luke drank a fair bit. Autumn probably drank double.
1: <laughs> oh, it was, a, it was a night to remember. The thing is, when you get into a groove, I guess it is hard to stop.
2: It's also kind of like you forget because when you get to, yeah. start to a certain point when you're drunk, you just forget mm. you're drunk, and then mm. like oh, carry on. I feel great, and then like,
1: mm. yeah. it just goes down. This is when you know your filter stops. Like you have a filter normally, and there's like when it turns off oh. completely, it's like. It's the most dangerous but funniest
0: thing. Mine is my stage performance anxiety because if he goes, Oh, you're a singer, yep, singer something, and where does my brain go? Italian opera. (laughs) Just like, and that's where my drunk mind goes to because it's the only thing I can remember when I'm that drunk. Or it's musicals. Kumamatata. Yeah, or Disney. No, those are like my go to's when I'm, <laughs> unless there's a karaoke machine, then I don't have to remember the words because they're
1: there. Oh, I just put Hellstorm, that's the best one. A bit of oh, God, God, by the anchor.
0: Yeah, that'd be the one I go for because it's the only one I know all the words for.
1: The thing is, that Hellstorm is pretty much the music that I listen to when driving anywhere if it's an errand or anything. This I song I, have, I was
0: introduced to Ailsom the first time I drove to Croydon with Talia. and she was just like, "Have you heard of Ailstomp? No And she just went right, listen to this, so I was, I was driving down sad. big and hill going da 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 da.
1: It's one of my favourites because, uh, I, I, funny enough, it's like we, we listened to it all the way from Calais all the way into Germany to Munich. We just wow. had that blaring down the
0: autobahn,
1: and it was insane. I'd love to see him live. I would. Yeah, it'd be good.
0: Mm. But yeah. So Luke, it's been, it's great, been great having to see you me. on. It's been a pleasure. Yes, I know.
2: Brilliant. Thank you for uh, letting me ramble on for an hour.
0: You're welcome it's good to let you ramble. Mm. Plus it's great for us to be able to catch up with you for a change. Mm. Yeah it is. Definitely yeah. we will catch up when you
2: get back down. Yeah totally Maybe. like I might only be down for a short amount of time but I'll see you. I'll try and see everyone and that's like mm.
0: yeah. Well you know where I live.
2: Mm. <laughs> oh yeah I was actually meaning to say to baba um like if push comes to shove I might have to crash on your couch just in case because obviously like yeah that's fine. I mean, I'm, al- I'm always on your uh, sleeping on your couch anyway. <laughs> yeah. Half the time we get drunk and I'm like, I don't want to walk home. It's like a ten-minute walk.
0: I'm, I'm saving up for a corner.
2: Good, good. That
0: Might happen. take me a millennia.
2: Oh, it's fine, like, dude. Eventually.
0: Eventually. But yeah, it's been great seeing you, bud.
2: It's been great uh, ha- having me on here. Thanks for everything. Uh-huh. Welcome,
0: and I'll catch you uh, when I catch you.
2: Yeah.
1: Stay. Stay so, so folks this wraps up a uh, another good uh episode and i'm really hoping you did enjoy our special guest we've always like have a great conversation it's just just one of many things we can have a massive talking about i mean chris knows a hundred percent
0: oh yeah oh, so i do i like Especially with Luke, because I feel like Luke can talk for Britain about, like, if we didn't, like, end where we did, this podcast would be about a week long. Yeah. Like, we, we'd we have to be going, Luke, we need to record episode 12. I'm still going. <laughs> but,
1: like, it's- oh, but, but it's good, because it's like, we are going to be continuing, obviously, our, our podcast, and As you've noticed, if you've watched our previous ones, we have tried to put themes in each one and we're always looking for ideas, what we can talk about. And even if there's a a subject that you enjoy from a previous one, we could always revisit it. We're open to revisit and add more because we grow, we adapt, we have more information at hand. So always hit us up. Now, obviously it's getting to the end. Everyone knows what that means. We've either got like jingles or motivational speeches, depending on what's fitting for the episode. And this time I've got a break. I love it to pieces. But obviously my co-host, its doesn't have that luck. I mean, I'm not going to have that luck probably next time, or maybe, we don't know yet. We don't know. So I leave it in the hands of Chris. Take it away.
0: Thank you. Um, well, we've had quite a heavy conversation, uh, mm. conversations today, and I feel like we need some positive affirmations because, mm. yeah, oh, let, let's be real here: things are pretty shit out there. Yeah, well, yeah, be, we only yeah. discussed pretty much America and and the UK today, but I just want y'all to take a moment. Yeah, I want you to, whatever you're doing, just. Take five, sit down, take a breath, have a glass of water or Mm. tea or a beverage of your choice, preferably something that will hydrate you properly. Mm. If you haven't eaten for a while, take a bite to eat. Not a lot. Just take five minutes for yourself because at the end of the day, you are one amazing person. You're brilliant. You're like... No other. We thank you for listening.
1: It's pretty solid, aye. Pretty solid stuff there, my friend. Aye. It's what people do need to hear, especially in the darkest times. Aye. I mean, could be could be the dark, the longest night, but eventually it will end.
0: Exactly. The the, look when you hit rock bottom, there's only one way left to go, and that is up.
1: Oh, without a doubt.
0: So. I reckon November we're going to see this bottom between the second lockdown in the UK Mm. and the probably not so peaceful transition in America. Yeah. So, once you hit that bottom, just remember, it's not about how many times you get knocked down. It's about how many times you can stand back up afterwards. Get up and get going. Yeah. We'll
1: see you Get knocked down. Get up again. You're never going to keep me down. <laughs> Had to add that.
0: You have to. to. But yeah, folks, we will catch you in two weeks.
1: Take care, folks. See you later. Bye. Bye.